Welcome to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. This podcast discusses everything you've ever wanted to know about therapy, but didn't know how to ask. We discuss many topics on the show, including how to help you overcome and cope with various situations. What many don't realize is that all of us are faced with various traumas and anxieties, and that we all want to work towards overcoming them. Here, we want to take away the stigma of therapy and assure you that everyone who is listening to this podcast is just like you, someone wanting to work on and improve their mental health. This podcast is your secure stop on your way to finding your answers. My name is Matthew, and I'll be your host. Let's get started with today's episode. Hi, and welcome back. As always, I really appreciate the time and attention it takes to listen to this podcast. I think of it as an honor and I take the opportunity to share what I know with you very seriously. If you walk away from this with just one new way to cope with stress and anxiety, I am happy. That brings us to our focus for today, which is coping. We are all settling into our new lives, quarantined at home. The initial shock has perhaps worn off, and now we are faced with a new challenge, making the best of our day-to-day lives as we patiently wait for all of this to end. As fear and panic melt into monotony and new routines, it is important that we set ourselves up to deal with more subtle versions of stress, such as household tension, boredom, loneliness, guilt, and even being triggered into depression, or having our depression worsen. There are tested and proven ways to help us Avoid the worst of these more negative feelings. And I want to talk about some of them and how to more easily incorporate them into our lives. In earlier episodes, the focus was more on the shock and trauma of this whole pandemic experience. I think. A lot of us are switching gears as we actually start to become accustomed to this new normal. While this is good that the initial trauma has ended, and hopefully we've found healthy ways to deal with it. If not, please check out earlier episodes of this podcast on trauma, or reach out to someone you trust. But now, we are faced with another circumstance. Routine. Routine means new habits. And habits 
as we probably all know, are very powerful. With the wrong habits, our lives might become a lot more difficult than they need to be. Starting new habits can be difficult. With the right information, it can be a lot easier than we sometimes think. A few tips include breaking down the steps. Start small. Make it easy. Make it fun. Pair it with things you already enjoy doing. A lot of us in our culture have a no pain, no gain mentality when it comes to our lives. This can actually be very counterproductive, especially during a time like this when we can be especially sensitive. We want to make sure that we are enjoying our new habits or we will never train ourselves to continue to do them. Take baby steps. Make the smallest possible move in the right direction. If you find yourself dreading your new morning workout, or your new diet, or your evening run, do less. Pull back a little until you feel that it is easy and fun. Then, very slowly, add more and more. The most important thing is not the goal or the end state you hope to achieve. Rather, it is the structure of your day that good habits provide. When we aren't allowed to go anywhere, and maybe we've even lost our job, it can be very easy to fall into a feeling of hopelessness and despair. The best way out of this is to provide yourself with some structure. Just like children, we thrive on structure. The only difference is we have to provide it for ourselves. Now more than ever, especially for those of us who find ourselves without an external provider of structure, like a job. A lot of us are turning to more immediate sources of pleasure. Alcohol, TV, video games, and eating, for example. I'm not the person to tell you to stop doing any of these things. Immediate joys are always going to be a part of life, and no one should try to get rid of all of them, especially not all at once. I encourage us to ask ourselves, how do we feel if we spend an entire day doing nothing but those sorts of things? 
Would we enjoy them more if we did a few long-term focused things before we allowed ourselves to indulge? Please, let's not judge ourselves too harshly. These questions are only meant to make us think harder about what exactly makes us happy and what doesn't. I know that ending my day with a little mindless TV can be a nice way to slow my brain down after doing a lot of work. But if that indulgence ever becomes more of a harm than good, I hope that I would be able to note that and slowly make the changes necessary. Even though a lot of us are locked down, we have more daily freedom than ever before. Freedom isn't being able to do whatever we want. Freedom is finding out what we are meant to be doing and doing that. Day-to-day habits over time are what make our character. Character over time makes a life. Choose them wisely. Making good day-to-day habits are vital for dealing with our overall experiences of stress. When we have good habits, stressors tend to not overwhelm us as easily. But becoming a more resilient person takes time, self-kindness, love, and support from those that we love and care about. It is good to take note of how we feel after each day and everything that we do during our lives. Did you feel good after eating a cake in just one sitting? Don't judge or shame yourself. Rather, just listen to your body and see if that was really the thing that you wanted to do. I can't urge you enough not to be hard on yourselves about any behavior. Everything we do is for a reason. Oftentimes, the behavior goes away by simply asking loving questions and giving loving awareness. Ask ourselves how we felt after talking to family or friends on the phone. Should we make an effort to do that more? For me, that answer is a resounding yes. How do we feel when we cook for ourselves and for our family? How do we feel after watching TV for six hours? Make sure to be present with yourself and ask those questions. Sure, most coping behaviors 
are going to be good for most people. But each of us have to find our own coping skills. Each one of us will have a different perfect day than anyone else in the world. The only way to find it is to be present with ourselves and honestly ask the question, what do I want, really? Share your struggles, share your feelings, share the backsliding, and share the success, and share the love. We need to hear it all in order to get better. Let everyone know that we aren't always perfect, but we try a little each and every day to be more than we were the day prior. Trust me, it gets easier. We have to do it each and every day. That is the hard part. But it does get easier. Please share with me how you are coping and what is working for you. Thank you for listening. So, what do coping skills look like? The answer is simple. It's up to you. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode of Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. Stay connected with us directly through our website at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com or you can join the discussion on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. If you'd like to speak with us directly, please email me at matthew at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. And until next time, that stuff you should know about therapy.